This is Isaware, powered by Intersoft Associates. Isaware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to Isaware. My name is Chris Bentliff, and I'm here as ever with Abe Unger and High Goldstoff from Intersoft Associates. And we thought today we would talk about, you know, we were joking last week um, that you don't you don't get to do uh, what Intersoft does successfully. Uh, you've been around since the DOS days. There's not much you haven't seen. There's not much you haven't been through. And one of the things that I think a lot of companies and and hi, you've shared this with me more and more. You're seeing uh, organizations come to us um, needing to upgrade or migrate from something older to something new. And I thought it would be valuable to talk a little bit about so many of the things you've learned over the years uh, with migrations and how that could benefit some of our listeners. So let's start high by just kind of level setting on what do we mean by migrations? There's different ways we can think about it. There's different aspects to it. What do you mean? I, I guess there are three different components or, or let's say components to it. And not all can be employed. Uh, one is simply you know, taking what you're doing taking the, the, the software that you might be doing and migrating it to the cloud. Uh, it might be some desktop software. It might be something like QuickBooks Desktop, you know, migrating to QuickBooks Online. It could be um, software that you have and then migrating to the cloud for, you know, for a whole bunch of reasons in terms of accessibility um, and there might be some cost savings. And there's also you know, the situation where you have older software uh, that's been around for a number of years, and you want to upgrade it, and that would, you know, that might be two forms of migration. Number one is move it from a desktop application to a browser-based application, which just gives you different kinds of capabilities. And then, if you've got a browser application, uh, those are, you know, ideal for migrating to the cloud if it makes sense. And there are a lot of reasons that, you know, there. Are a lot of reasons that it does, and there can be a lot of reasons that it doesn't make sense. It depends on your particular situation. We have a client with a ton of data, and a ton of data is, you know, coming to each user's screen, and you know, migrating to the cloud, and the amount of storage that they're operating in, and migrating to the cloud, it may not be the most um, the most optimal, uh, you know, strategy. At least not today, from a cost standpoint. And a, um, and, a, and a performance standpoint. But in general, those are the three things. You know, you're, up, you're moving something from the desktop to the cloud. You're upgrading something uh, that's old with a new application, may or may not be browser-based. And you've got a desktop application that you want to improve on and make it so it's, you know, browser-available. Browser so you mentioned cost and performance. Abe, are those, are those two of the criteria that should sort of uh, lead my thinking in what 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 do I need or what should I be doing or what's the right thing for me? Because again, if I'm not a technologist, I don't know. I just know I want the solution to look like this or to behave like this. What are some of the things I should be keeping in mind as I'm starting to expose or talk to consultants or, you know, I've got some DIY guy on my team who thinks we can easily do this, this, this. What should I be really kind of thinking about or asking questions about? So, but that that's a, exactly as you said it is what you should be doing is asking the questions. Cost is always a factor and there are multiple ways to work 
around that issue, depending on how you go with this, you know, what kind of a solution you go with. Um, and there are multiple potential solutions that can be implemented there, even in the cloud world, whether it's cloud or, or on-site, it doesn't really matter. Um, the purpose is ask the questions, talk to somebody. The DIY guy um, is great, but sometimes a little, a little bit of knowledge can be dangerous. Mm. So you have an idea as to what you might think makes sense to do, but that's because you know the DIYer has a little bit of knowledge and says, oh, this sounds like a great solution. Um, but there are other solutions out there and there are other ways to implement that solution. So just because you know the cloud sounds great doesn't mean that that's the best way, the best place for your business. Um, it really just depends on a whole bunch of factors. You know, do you need this to be external? Is it only internal? Is it an app that people shouldn't get to on the internet? Is it something that's intranet specific? Well, then the cloud may not be a good solution for you. It doesn't it may not make sense. Um, it may, but that's where the the point is that you you have the conversation with someone who has the knowledge of the various solutions that are available, both external and internal, and then discuss that. And as any any kind of an upgrade is an opportunity for change as well. So look into that, you know, whether it's bad practices and best practices that have not been adhered to that you can now start adhering to, you know, it's worthwhile having that conversation. And again, a DIY person may not know best practices. They may know about things to do, but not necessarily best practices. And you definitely want to institute best practices in your applications. Hi, I feel like that gets into kind of that strategic discussion we've had before. Do you, um, do you see that sometimes organizations come with a real tactical approach and they haven't asked some of those strategic questions first? Uh, or is that generally not the, the issue? Do people come with you with an open mind and, and asking the questions and they're starting off in the right way? Because my thinking is, if you don't do this strategic stuff, you can spend a pile of time doing this other stuff and only have realized that you got to tear it down or do something else, or you should have turned right when you turned left. Or get, What's the landscape on that where you see it? Well, like anything else, there are people that have different different skills and different and different backgrounds. You know, some people have no idea what they need. They know they need something and they'll come and ask us to do that. Other people will know exactly what they need uh, and, you know, and, and start working with us. In both cases, we collaborate with them because, again, you know, we've got tens and tens and, you know, you know hundreds of clients over the past uh, millennia um, that, you know, that we've worked with. And so we, we've seen, you know, a, a lot of the same principles uh, creep up no matter what the business is. And so, you know, there's, there's always, again, I, I, I like to say this, but there's always the opportunity for one and one equal three. Now, in some cases, if the person is, doesn't really, you know, thinks he knows or thinks they know what the solution is and, and they're way off base because they don't know what can be done, you know, one and one may equal four, or we may need to bring someone else in there. Um, so yeah, it's a little it's a little bit of each, and we've been successful with with you know both kinds of uh, you know both kinds of, uh, of clients. Isaware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. Abe, uh, I think.
think sometimes the idea of migration of, of, you know, databases and upgrades and software, it feels like a technology problem. And that's the obvious place to start. But more and more, um, I think I'm learning from you guys that it's really a business problem first. And the technology is one aspect. Do you agree with that? Or how do you, what's your perspective on that? I absolutely agree with that. And yes, technology is a factor and systems that are ancient, um, you're you're going to run into walls with technology and you're going to have issues with it. But the, the core version or the core reason for upgrading or moving or migrating is usually not specifically technology. It can be if you're an, an old system or uh, that that's definitely part of the process. But it doesn't have to be related to specifically technology. More importantly is is your current application or your current system supporting the business as it is today? And is it supporting the business as you see it in the in the future, whether it's the near future or the far future, whatever that may be, does the current application, does the current workflow support that? And if yes, great. If not, not. But even if yes, it might be worthwhile to have to talk to somebody about what it is that you're thinking about and they can provide like, you know, in, in our world, we can provide some advice and say, that sounds like your current architecture won't support it because once you hit this milestone, it'll be, you know, if you're using an access database and it supports your system and you're doing great, but you know that you're going to be bringing in 400,000 new clients tomorrow, that database may grow to a point in size where, okay, now it's not going to work anymore. So from your perspective, the application may actually work, but understanding the technology behind it might say, no, that's really not going to work in the near future. Or it could be a business issue. So it's not specific to technology. And the conversation, you know, obviously technology is worthwhile to discuss, but it really is more important to understand, is the application supporting where you want the business to go and how you see the future? And what you also have in some of the older applications is people may not have been aware when they weren't or the services and capabilities just weren't available or weren't available easily. And certainly costs for many resources have gone down dramatically. Um, we, we, were look, we were talking to somebody the other day who was manually collating documents that are electronic, that they print out. And you know, again, this software was written a long time ago and you know, and some of the tools to manipulate, you know, PDFs or those kinds of documents, um, you know, were, you know, were just not not readily available, uh, not easily available to those that aren't, you know, highly technical. But nowadays, you know, doing that, and that's, and they've grown dramatically, and this is a huge. It's just a waste of somebody's time. They could be doing again more high value, you know, functions, and with a firm, you know, with our firm at least, you know, we've done this so many times. You know, they benefit from our experience. You know, we're not we're not reinventing the wheel. You know, we just want to know what size to make the wheel. Oh, so it's uh, a great that's uh, a great analogy. Hi, do you feel like uh, there's organizations that they'll make a change, they'll conduct some migration or whatever, and they think there we got that done, and three years later there could be new opportunities. Two years later, what's what sort of mindset should I have almost, I guess, philosophically about this? Because I feel like if I see it as a technology issue, I'm going to think I checked the box, we did the thing. And as you're pointing out, new, new ways of doing things can emerge 
quickly and you have to keep sort of an ongoing relationship with change. It's also a matter of, you know, let's assume that you outsourced it, you know, to a firm like ours. It's really a matter of what their philosophy is. Is it, you know, here's the transaction, it works, you know, we, we fulfill the statement of work, let me know if you need anything. Or do you want to, you know, have a, you know, a lifelong customer experience where you're, you know, where you're deeply invested in, in their success and you want to have these reviews. You want to have reviews, not just with management, with management, you know, perhaps quarterly or semi-annually, depending on what it might be, you know, just general reviews and, you know, you want to get them talking, but also staff, because what happens is the people that are actually using the software, they want to do their job. They want to get their job done. They want to do the best they can, you know, for their uh, constituency, be it a customer or an external or internal. And if there's a problem with the software or there's some feature it doesn't have, they'll do some sort of a workaround. They just want to get it done. But getting them involved and getting them invested in, you know, in, in the success, you know, really helps them. It's just a matter of just constant improvement. Look at it. It may be a simple piece of advice that, you know, we can provide. It may be a simple tweak of a screw, uh, metaphorically, uh, that we can provide that'll give them what they need. So it's just, you know, it's a matter of not just checking the box, you know, from the people who did the work as well as management. And it's not a lot of resource to do just to have the constant, uh, you know, check in, you know, what are you doing? Uh, what's bothering you? Um, you know, what's new in the business? And get, get, the, get the people, you know, the people that are actually using it involved at least once a year. They'll, they'll relish it. They'll be part of a solution. So they'll, you know, they'll want to make the software work at, at best they can for the business. It's great advice. Uh, both both of you really today have have really helped us. I think better understand this relationship with innovation and and uh, its business case, but also, um, you know, not to sort of view it as a as a technological box to check. I loved your analogy, high where we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make it bigger or faster or smoother and things like that. Guys, thanks for everything today. Appreciate your expertise and your generosity with it. We'll talk again soon. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for IsAware, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.